When they heard this, they were cut to the heart. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We are moving on in our study of Acts chapter 2. Today we're going to be focusing on verses 37 through 41. And uh, we're going to see the fruit of Peter's first evangelistic sermon. And uh, when the word of God is lifted, when Jesus is uh, made known, lives are changed. That's just the reality. (laughs) And so um, we're going to see... uh, uh, an awesome response to the preaching of the word in this part of Acts chapter 2. Um, but before we get into the text, uh, as is our custom, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We come humbled in your presence, O oh God. We are undeserving of all that you give us. We are undeserving of your love and attention. We are undeserving of your forgiveness and grace. And yet, Lord, you came while we were still sinners, uh, to die for us uh, so that um, we might respond to your love and receive the redemption, forgiveness, salvation, and healing that we so desperately need. Father, speak through your word. We give you thanks for it. We are ready. Our ears are open. Our eyes are clear. Our hands and feet are ready to act. We give you thanks for this time in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Acts two thirty-seven through 41. Let's see what Peter says today. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you, and for your children, and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And with many other words he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received his word were baptized, and they were added that day about 3,000 souls. So they are referring, in verse 37, back to what Peter said in the previous verse. And 36, Peter said, Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Their eyes were opened in verse 37, and the Spirit shone down on their hearts and revealed the ugliness of their hearts, and they saw their sin for what it was, and they were cut to the heart, and they said to Peter and the rest of the apostles gathered there, brothers, what shall we do? (laughs) We're in big trouble. This is the Isaiah moment. Um... Woe to me, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. I am undone in the presence of God. Woe to me, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, and he's very confident in speaking this, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You want what we got? You want a little taste of what you're seeing here today? Repent. 
and be baptized in Jesus' name and uh, receive forgiveness for your sins, both past, present, and future. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will come upon you today in the same way he has come upon us if you will simply repent and be baptized. Turn from your sins, receive Jesus as Lord, and have and receive all that he has for you. Uh, verse 39, for the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. God is drawing people to himself. I believe that the Holy Spirit goes ahead of conversion and ahead of salvation and woos the sinner into the presence of Jesus, woos the sinner into a relationship with God's Son. It is still a mystery to me why some respond and others do not. But God, through his Spirit, woos us, draws us to faith. For the promise is for everyone who is far off, whoever the Lord draws to himself. The promise is for them. The promise is for you. The promise is for me. And by the grace, we are recipients of the promise. Uh, And the one qualification is that we simply come, we repent of our sin, we choose Jesus, and we receive all that he has for us. All we got to do is open our hearts to receive it. Uh, That's it. He's done everything else. Verse 40, and with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. And the result, verse 41, so those who received his word were baptized, and there were added uh, that day about 3,000 souls. You want to talk about an impact (laughs) for the gospel. In one day on Pentecost, as this gathered group of people is seeing what's happening to these Jesus followers, even accusing them of being drunk, Peter preaches the message of salvation in Christ, redemption in Christ, forgiveness in Christ, and 3,000 lives come to faith in Christ that day. I got to tell you, my friends, I wish that we saw a mighty move of God's Spirit in this way in our time. I wish we saw lives being dramatically changed by the preaching of the Word, by the teaching of the Gospel. I wish that we saw this kind of impact in our day. And I don't think it's impossible. I just think we have a society and a world that's very closed off to faith, that's very closed off to Jesus, that's very closed off to spiritual things. Um, I believe that we are living in a truly decadent, truly um, hedonistic, (laughs) truly truth-avoiding, pleasure-seeking time. And people don't want to hear truth, and people don't want to be confronted with the reality of their sin. But I believe that if the gospel is lifted up, it can still have impact today because the same Holy Spirit is ready to draw people to Jesus. And the same Holy Spirit is already working in advance of people's conversion, wooing them and drawing them. Maybe what's not happening is that the gospel is not going out as effectively as it once did. The gospel is not going out with boldness and courage like it once did. Perhaps the issue is that not enough people who have been wooed by the Spirit are hearing the gospel and responding because God's people aren't faithfully executing their calling. I wonder what 
uh, is holding things up. Because I see here in the book of Acts this powerful move of the Spirit and lives being changed, 3,000 of them in one day. It's tremendous. It's tremendous. I'm convicted by that. And I'm fired up to see those things happening in our day. I hope you are too, my friends. God bless you. Thank you for taking time to study. And I pray that these words would be of encouragement to you as you continue to consider them in your hearts today.